Hello and welcome back to our devotions on the Gospel of John. Today I want to go back to nearly near the nearer the beginning to John chapter 4 um, to deal with um, one other miracle that we missed out. And that's John chapter 4 verse 46 to 54. John chapter 4 verse 46 to 54. Before we read, let us pray. Father, we ask that you will teach us your word. Open our minds to understand, to see. Allow us to know also that you understand us very well. And that, Lord, you take into consideration our weaknesses, our lack of faith. Even so, Lord, you want to reach out to us. We pray then, Lord, that at this, as we meditate on your word, that you speak to us truths about yourself and about us. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. John chapter 4, verse 46 to 54. So he came again to Cana in Galilee, where he had made the water wine. And at Capernaum there was an official whose son was ill. When this man heard that Jesus had come from Judea to Galilee, he went to him and asked him to come down and heal his son, for he was at the point of death. So Jesus said to him, Unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. The official said to him, Sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus said to him, Go, your son will live. The man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went on his way. As he was going down, his servants met him and told him that his son was recovering. So he asked them the hour when he began to get better, and they said to him, Yesterday at the seventh hour, the fever left him. The father knew that was the hour when Jesus had said to him, Your son will live. And he himself believed, and all his household. This was now the second sign that Jesus did when he had come from Judea to Galilee. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A very puzzling question I have. It's found in verse 48 when Jesus, when the, when this uh, official came to G see Jesus as his son was at the point of death, Jesus said to him before the official even said anything else, unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. Why did Jesus say a thing like that even before the, the official made his request to Jesus? Was Jesus rebuking him and talking about his lack of faith? Was Jesus stating an obvious fact of humanity that all of us desire or long to see signs and wonders before we believe? Did Jesus then condemn or was he angry with this man? Or was Jesus simply saying, well, that's normal, that's natural, and so let me show you some signs and wonders. Jesus wasn't saying, well, if you don't believe, then I wouldn't do anything. Jesus simply said, well, I know, I understand. You will have problems believing until you see signs and wonders. And then we move on and this man said to Jesus, please come down and my son die, will die or my son will die. Jesus said to him, go, your son will live. And the man, the record says, the man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and went on his way. So here it says that the man believed. And yet later on as he met his servant and the servant told him that the fever had left, and the man realized that it was at the time when Jesus told him, your son will live. It says, he himself believed and all his household. So what does it 
all mean first that he believed when Jesus said, go, and then he believed more perhaps when he heard that his son had started recovering when Jesus had told him to go. Did he then really believe the first time? Did he believe more later? This is what I think happens. That all of us in church, especially Christians, believe to a certain extent, just as this man believed to a certain extent. If he was a total cynic, he would have said, Oh, come on, stop blowing me off. Look, if you don't want me to, if you don't want to come follow, come with me to see heal my son, then tell me honestly. He could have scolded Jesus and told him straight away, rather than go on his way. And the Bible, the record says he believed, and yet as he believed or as he left, perhaps there was still a lingering thought. There was a, I believe, but, but maybe until I see something more. Maybe until I have a real encounter, then I will really believe. It was very much like I believe with my mind, and later on I believe with all my being, because it really happened, because I really saw. What Jesus was saying then was that perhaps he wasn't, wasn't condemning this man. He was simply saying, it's true, you cannot fully believe until you see signs and wonders. You may say you believe, you may believe that you believe, but until you see signs and wonders, you will not really believe. We think of the disciples, they all believed Jesus, they all followed him, and yet their belief wasn't a full, full-hearted belief until they saw Jesus resurrected. They believed Jesus. Peter, in fact, said, well, I will lay down my life for you and you will surely not die because you're the son of God. And yet when Jesus died, they all fled. They lost their belief. But the second time when they saw Jesus again resurrected, and when the Holy Spirit came upon them, they really believed. And this time they risked death. They went all the way. And even when they were threatened with death, they stood by because they stood for Jesus because they truly believed. I think of Thomas as well. Thomas, when he saw Jesus, in the, before he saw Jesus and all the disciples said, well, um, Jesus is alive. And Thomas said, unless I see him, unless I place my hands in his, on his hands, on his wounds, I will not believe. And Jesus commented on that. He said, well, you believe when you have seen, but blessed are those who believe when they have not seen. And yet, right after Jesus said that, he said, Well, now, put your hand on my hands and on my side and see for yourself. I think what is true is that Jesus knows our frailty, the lack of faith, our weakness in faith. Of course, he would love to have us believe even when we do not see. Of course, he would want us to believe and be strong in our convictions even when we do not see miracles and wonders. And yet Jesus knows that how frail we are, how weak our faith is. He knows then that while we do kind of belief, we don't really believe until we have experienced him in a powerful way. Yesterday I met with a couple um, getting married and the bride was very much with faith. She believed Jesus, she loved God very much. 
The groom was half-hearted and he admitted that. He said, well, I believe a little bit. I believe a little bit, but I'm of two minds. On the one hand, I think that God exists. On the one hand, I think I relate a little bit with him. On the other hand, I think he doesn't jive with my understanding of science and logic. And then the bride said, well, I accept all that you say about him being, you being of two minds and wondering whether God is real or not. And then she said, but un and until you have an encounter with God, you will remain this way. I had an encounter with God. And I think this is very true. We could believe God cerebrally, we could believe him intellectually, or we may not. We may be of two minds, we may sometimes believe and sometimes not believe. And until we have an encounter with God, something that is powerful and wonderful, we will not truly believe. And so, yes, many of you believe and I thank God if your faith is so strong even when you have not seen signs and wonders. That would be a miracle from God. But for most of us, we believe more when we see and we will believe more when we encounter God. And so my prayer for you today, and I hope it is your prayer too, is that we pray for an encounter, a deep, personal, powerful encounter with God where God shows you whether it is a miracle or a sign or something that works for you, or whether it is just straight into your heart, I pray that you have true and powerful encounters of God. The wonderful thing is that God works according to how we were wired. To some, He draws near and works in our hearts. To others, we see signs and wonders. And God knows your makeup. God knows how you are wired. And therefore, God will encounter you because He loves you. He knows that each of us are weak in our faith and we cannot easily believe just like that. And He will come to you and bring faith to you. Because He wants you to believe. Because in believing, you will have life. And so though Jesus knew that this official had weak faith, yet He Showed, went along with this official and showed him how powerful he was. And the official and he and his household believed in Jesus. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for your compassion on us. That though you came for your own and though we would, should naturally just gravitate towards you, though we should just naturally believe in you, Yet, Father, we don't. And so often our faith is very, very weak. So often, Lord, we say we believe, and yet we're not sure that we believe. We thank you for your compassion on us, that even in our frailty and in our weakness, you come to us and you show us that you're real. So I pray for each of my brothers and sisters, I pray that they will have powerful encounters with you, encounters so real and so wonderful that they will really believe. That whether or not we can explain scientifically that you exist or you don't, deep within our hearts, 
we may know that we have met with you and we have known you and because we have known you, we believe with all our hearts. Father, I pray for this miracle for all of us here, that each of us will encounter you in such wonderful ways that we will truly believe. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I hope you have a wonderful week ahead and do keep asking God, show me yourself, let me encounter you in wonderful ways that I may truly believe. God bless you and goodbye.